Okay, everything should be synced up. I've got a recording going. I'm off push to talk. To uh, to buy us some time tonight alone without a needy kitty. I um I got her a little bit high. And then while she was getting high on her little catnip, I she patrols around the house. I put some of her kitty treats in the areas in which she patrols while she was busy getting high. And she's a very talkative cat, as you've heard. So what she does when I do this ritual, it's very rare. It's about once every, I don't know, two months. She'll go from one spot to another, and then as soon as she, like, sees it, because she's pretty doped up, as soon as she sees that, because one spot will have it, and then one won't, and then one will, as soon as she sees that there's treats there, she walks towards it, and she's like, yeah. it's just this light, it's just this light little, her mouth open. But then as soon as she starts, like, eating and into it, she goes, and that's what I felt like I was doing with that last fucking sushi piece. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I couldn't stop from making the noises because I'm so high. I didn't want to make all of those. That was real authentic. I, I was really, I had to shove the fucker in. I really had, once I got it in, that was real satisfaction. Now I know why all those women make that noise when they get my cog into their mouth. It's like, why do you make that noise? What do you, did I hit a button on the back? Boop. Oh, mm, 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 mm. Sexiest man on the internet. Uh. <laughs> it's raining. It's a beautiful, it's the first rain, really, first long sustained rain since uh, I moved in here. It's good acoustics for it. Now all I have to do is sexually let out gas, because I can't stop uh, the recording, because they've already missed so many hours. I have, to, I have to do sexy burping, which I've mastered over the years. I've mastered. I do sexy burping all the time, you just don't know it. You only, you only catch me burping when I fuck up. Sexy burping, you don't even know I'm burping. It's true, because I'm doing it right now. That's right. That's my secret. I'm burping the entire time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, no, it's true. Not right now. But right now it is. <laughs> I've developed a technique to destroy you. Soon I will be able to secrete uh, the shit from my belly button in the shape, texture, and roughly the smell of a rose petal. Then all of the bitches will be mine. <laughs>
<laughs> really, really changes up the whole opinion of having like a trail of rose petals leading towards a bed, doesn't it? <laughs> Thank you for highlighting the roughly the smell, Taylor. That's the part that I'm laughing at too. I'm like, God damn, that was funny. <laughs> Cause you know it's not gonna be exact. Let's face facts, man. It's still gonna be poo. Just getting it close is real. Man, making it smell like a Yankee candle would basically be worth a Nobel Prize. So roughly the smell. Let's not oversell what I'm gonna be able to do here. Ugh. <laughs> uh. I'm making you laugh at my chewing noises, my spitting, my burping, and my poo. You're all mine now. I own you. I own you. Send me money. If you haven't. Don't send me more money. That'd be obscene. Why did I sound like a lamb? Because I, I said I own you. And it's a play on the... I'm high enough that I'm going to explain my shit instead of just moving on. Because I said I own you, and it's a play on Babe. Another 20-year retrospective coming up for Babe 2. Babe 2 taking this... Son of a bitch! Babe 2! Son of a bitch! I am so high! Babe 2, Pig in the City. Thank you, announcer voice. Uh, it's already been past 20 years for that one, for sure. But in the original Babe, there's a magic word that Babe uses to unlock. <sighs> the 90s were a very different time when it comes to screenwriting. It's the magic word that a pig uses to unlock the trust of sheep that he could use to display loyalty towards a human. Uh, the magic phrase in that is Ba-Ram-You. Ba-Ram-You. And I said, I own you. So in my mind, I just fused the two and I own you. Because it's basically like a command word, right? Because I was like, at that point, I'm like, I could make anything sexy, so let's make a babe reference sexy. Let's show Justin Timberlake how we're actually going to bring it back. Hey, Justin. It was never going to be done with parachute pants. I have told you once, and I will tell you a thousand times, the Timberlake is a false messiah. All that he preaches of sexy is not true. He of the ramen head. He of the bill slayer. You think he knows of sexy? No. Timberlake is a false prophet, and I... I am not fooled by him. <laughs> it's my Ian McShane. <laughs> I know. It's okay to insult. Listen, since I was f since I was 14, women have said like, I don't want to fuck you. I want to fuck Justin Timberlake. Like to my face. <laughs> my fucking face and shit. It was middle school. It was hard. It was hard living back then. The 90s were hard. I know. 
And now, totally coincidentally, I learned that I can sing better than that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm getting in better shape than that motherfucker ever was, and he was in pretty damn good shape, man, no lie. No joke. The, the respect to his workout routine then and now. The motherfucker is ripped. This is not a bit. Seriously, he's good. Going back to the going back to the insults. I can do everything better than this motherfucker except bye 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 bye. Except make my hand move like Pac-Man to the rhythm of bye. I can do everything better than him. Jessica Beale, call me. I mean that. Everything. Hell at me. <laughs> I will make you the sinner for real. <laughs> so it's greatly, greatly pleasing to me that the exact same time I'm on this great upswing, I finally feel good about myself, Justin Timberlake is now fair game. Oh my god, that's, this truly feels... I've been doing this bit about like how I'm like reliving my 90s again. The most recent thing is I had to take my driver's test again because I was in Europe for too long, and I took it from the same guy I took in the 90s. <laughs> what are the odds? Yeah. So this, I, I've been talking about, like, how, like, it kind of feels like the 90s again with all this shit. Like, it just, it just, I don't know how to explain it. I've, I've done the bit before. I kind of feel like a temporal refugee. It feels like 20 years ago, except this time around, it's just like the fucking, you know those shitty movies where, like, you want to go back in time? You could be a high school kid again. I'm like, yeah, and I'll learn a lesson. Oh, I should be appreciating. No, absolutely not. Guess what, motherfuckers? I can buy booze now? I can drive this time? Uh-uh, I'm not going back. Don't send me. I want to live like this forever. Uh, do you think an 18-year-old girl has any power over me? I literally have to reject them all the time. Let's go, Stacy. Let's go. Let's try this again. I remember a few choice encounters where I thought you might doom me forever. So, uh, let's see how it plays out this time around now that I know the fucking difference between your head and your neck and why they're different colors and the right words to use so that I can say, because the blending stops at your face line, you look like you're auditioning to be a mime from the neck up and a whore from the neck down. See, I didn't have those words back then. Now I do. So when Stacy tells me that you'd rather fuck Justin Timberlake because he's not a fatty McButterpants, I'm ready. Take that, Stacy. I'm ready for you this time. And just so everybody knows, Stacy is. Nobody called me a fatty McButterpants. That's a reference to King of Queens. <laughs> There was no Stacy. I grew up in a heavily Latina area. <laughs> let's just let's just be real. I am basing Stacy off a real white girl that I hated, but if I saw her, we would hug it out in the street. I promise. I don't actually have any animosity. It was a bit. It's a bit. I really only hate Dick Cheney. <laughs> At the end of the day, 
I get high as I possibly can. I say, I'll forgive everybody, but not Dick Cheney. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm just waiting for heart attack number five, man, and I'm hoping that one does the trick, but I'm not really holding out. <laughs> you know? I feel like it's just gonna be another event. What do you get for a fifth heart attack? Been present in the waiting room. Another baby. It is slipping to Dick Cheney too quick. It starts off strong, and then it goes right into Dick Cheney because I want to do Dick. Dick Cheney has had four heart attacks. Dick Cheney had three heart attacks before he was vice president. <sighs> Mumbo number five. <laughs> yeah, I know. People think American politics are fucked up now, and I'm like, you don't remember the Bush years at all, do you? We had a guy just as dumb out in front, but we had a guy behind who could do shit. It was insane. You felt insane. Because everyone kept going like, oh, but I like the guy out in front. <laughs> it was so much worse than now. Now you're, now they're always on, now you can always be like, fuck Trump. They're like, well, listen, man, that's why he won. Oh my god, I got so casual I started browsing. Does anybody have any requests for me? <clears throat> Anything? <laughs> we are recording. I know it doesn't feel like it. We're on hour three. Uh, we are done with sushi, baby. I just did two, pour two purrs. I've been telling hi. Listen, uh, Mads, thank you for giving me a name to call you. Uh, Mads, high stories will happen. I appreciate the request. I'm not trying to step on you, your first request. But don't worry. That'll happen. <laughs> I'm like I'm like Milton Berle plus Wink Martindale, and if you don't know who either of those men are, I will not fuck you. You're too young. You need to know both. Wink and Dick. You need to know them both. You need to know the correct answer to where the most embarrassing place you've made Whoopi is. Because if you don't, we can't. <sighs> Where's the X? Put your phone down. Put your fucking phone down and tell me where the X is. Yes, you should know this if we're gonna fuck. Tell me. Tell me where the X is. Jack Bauer just trying to... Just trying to get laid. I don't trust IDs. I don't trust IDs at all, because I made fake ones when I was that age. Tell me where the... That's right. There's an old lady. Hey, look at me. Look at me. Put the phone down. Hey, hey, you want to fuck me? Hey, hey, you want to fuck me? You got to get this question right. There's an old woman. She approaches a counter. She says, where's the ex? What is she asking for? Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, child. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here.
fuck out of here. You, you stay in school. You get the fuck away from me and you go back to school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you don't know if you don't know what the old lady is asking for at the counter with where's the That's like the garden that's like me going, oh shit, man, I ruined it. Never mind. Too high. <laughs> Never mind. This is some Raven Glove PS. <laughs> it's true. I, I don't know how I ended up in Hufflepuff. I must have been in a really good mood that day with the sorting hat. Questions about the sorting hat. Let's begin. Number one. If you're bipolar. Punchline is a mental illness. If you laugh, you're going to hell with me. Oh, shit. That was good, though. <laughs> oh, shit. I haven't tried Snape in the last couple of months since I've healed up. However, I'm also a bit gassy from just eating. So, how bad have, like, the burps and spit-ups been so far? Like, for real. Because <clears throat> I may need to clear out for that. All right. I'm stretching to do a voice. That's how much I love you girls. What the... For the first time ever, I just shamelessly begged for money in the middle of a fucking show, and not even a single dollar came in. Eh. Anyhow, as I begin to do requests... See, we're doing a live bit, so you, you're hearing me prepare. That's the only part about this I don't like. Otherwise, it's great. Bottle, bottle. Turn to page. Turn to page. Mm -mm. Turn to page. Turn to page. Turn to page. God damn it, it's so close. Turn, turn to page. Alan, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Get me my detonators. Get me my detonators. Get me my detonators. <laughs> Shoot the glass. <laughs> Turn to page 384. Mm? Mm? <sighs> it's not perfect. That's what I've got for right now. I'll... I'll... Mm. Uh... Rickman's a hard voice. He's just like Chris Walken. He's very unique. Turn, turn to page. It's weird because I've got a double bass eye voice, right? I can do the double bass eye just like Rickman. So that's not the issue. It's it's the it's the weird construction of his fucking larynx. 
Ooh, there it is. That lower resonance, that's it. That's it. Mm. How do I get that out of my mouth the entire sentence though? Turn to page. Turn to page. Turn to page. <clears throat> Turn to page 384. Mm. That's like a deeper voice fry. Ah, uh, turn to page, turn to page, turn to page, turn to page 384. Mmm. Yeah, because I'm going slow. I mean, I don't want to be loud. I've got a neighbor. Uh, otherwise, I would belt this shit out. Turn to page. I need another quote. I'm getting stuck on this one. I don't know. I don't know, Potter. I'm not being a dick. I can't stand the movies. I'm sorry. I need a short, easy line. Don't go crazy. Don't give me, like, the reason why he wants to fuck Potter's mom and shit. I don't care. Hey, guys. I know it's a fun night, but uh, I'm a human with feelings trying to entertain you. Um, If you want to talk about, like, this to my face, just imagine how I could talk to you to yours. Like, if this was a live show... I would be talking uh, some pretty nasty insults to what you guys are saying about my impression right now. Fuck you, bitches. Can't do it in person, but I will. So feel free. You want to insult my voice? That's my physical appearance. I'll be happy to insult yours in front of everybody else in the world. Let's see who can do it better. I can't believe I have to say that at some shows. All right. Always. Always. Mm-mm. Always. Mm. Always. Yeah. Always. Pretty close. Always. 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 Closer. That's pretty close. Yep. The last one where I was actually trying the rest of it, as I said earlier, was all me calibrating towards it. Hey, girls who are saying shitty things, you can go ahead and DM me apologies now. And then you can leave for the evening. You can actually feel free to never, ever come back. Because who in the world needs you around? I'm actually not that mad. What I'm actually enjoying right now is I'm defending myself as vigilantly as I ever have. And I'm not losing my shit at all. I don't know if it's the weed, the sushi, the therapy... I don't know what's going on, but, like, this is, a, like, a vigilant defense. I know I was too harsh with the I'll attack your physical appearance. I heard it. But besides that, this is pretty okay with me. This is not, like, hulking out. So, no. I'm actually pretty okay. Oh, Yeah, well, don't worry. The people who know are being shamed as I stretch and relax. What's the next request for a voice? I'm feeling it tonight. 
Daddy's in a real good place, I guess. Ah. Uh, I do have a couple of requests, but I am talking about voices and voice work right now while I'm all larynxed and loosed up. Jupy the dog. I'm so happy. Jupy the dog. Jupy the dog. Jupy, jupy, jupy. I'm so Gosh, he's high plus low. <coughs> I'm so happy. That's droopy. He's always happy, right? That's droopy. I can't really do him. I'm sorry for that one. Which bond do you want? Which bond we doing? Connery. I've actually only seen the early, early Conneries. Early Connery. Early Connery bond. Oh, shit. God damn it. <clears throat> you guys are asking for the full gamut tonight. Sure, sure, sure. Shame. God damn it. <laughs> Take off your panties, Lash. <laughs> Timothy Dalton, the s just such, I shouldn't say the sexiest man, but just such a handsome man. Just of all the attractive men to wear a tuxedo, Dalton is in the running for top 100, if not at the top of that list. Dalton, Dalton, Dalton. Whew. He didn't do any... I've seen Dalton's movies. I've seen both of his... The first one impressed me so much, I've seen the second one. There's only two, I think. Maybe there's three, and I haven't seen the third. Whoops. Uh, I, I saw a Dalton, and it impressed me so much, I saw a second Dalton. And uh, he didn't do anything memorable as Bond, unfortunately. He didn't say... There was no one-liner, because I kept waiting. It wasn't his fault... They weren't written into the script. There was no, like, big one-liner in either movie. It was really disappointing. He kept killing people in super amazing ways, you know? Like, there would be a shark tank and an underwater fight with a knife, and you're like, how is this going to end? Compression explosion like Jaws. What? Didn't see that coming. But then, like, he's he didn't come up, like, gasping through it. He's like, oh, 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 ran out of oxygen. Like, I kept expecting something, but it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> cello case sled uh, I don't remember that particular sequence but the chase sequences is where I turn off the hardest in Bond I hate chase sequences anyway so a chase sequence in Bond is like like rubbing Nutella over an Oreo I know it sounds good but don't fucking do it it's too much limit that shit out and live longer I know. And again, have I gone... I know I've gone off on it, but have I really fucking... Since I'm being recorded... Have I really fucking gone off on the chase sequence in a view to a kill? Have I done that yet? <laughs> Guys. You have to watch, if you're into bad movies at all. Into bad movies at all, if the room has awakened you, you have to see A View to a Kill. It is the most insane movie. Forget that it's a James Bond movie. Forget that it's a James Bond movie. 
That's almost totally coincidental to the movie. I swear to Christ, I know it was my introduction to James Bond. I had never seen one before. It was for a bad movie podcast, and they're like, watch this shit. So I'm like, absolutely. I jump in. Now, I've seen pieces of Bond. I've seen segments, but I would never sit down and watch a movie. I'm not an action movie guy. If I'm going to watch an action movie, I want to see martial arts. Just period. If I'm into watching a guy do something for 90 minutes, I want the guy to do shit. I know that's insane, but that's how I feel about it. So, I, uh, <laughs> sorry, I got all, now I want to do a bit about Ngbok, because of how fucking much I love Ngbok, especially Ngbok, and how it's like the Hanson song. Oh, I'm real high, kids. I know you could tell. <laughs> I know it wasn't a question in your minds. <laughs> Where the fuck was I before the Ungwok detour? Hey, person who requested more high stories. Hold on, I'm gonna get to yours. Hold on, just one minute. All right, God damn it! A view to a kill from bad... Okay, a view to a kill, we're talking about... Okay, we're gonna get to the chase sequence. Jesus Christ, okay. So a view to a kill, bonkers. Let's see if I don't get lost this time. Bad movie, can't stand it. Here's a bit of trivia to just kind of imagine before the chase sequence. I don't want to deride him. I don't want to deride him. I love this actor. But true story, this is where this guy got off being Bond, Roger Moore. Because he was having a scene with the Bond girl. There's multiple Bond girls, and it's real hard to figure out who's supposed to be the fucking Bond girl. And they're talking, just casually chatting, because Roger Moore's a class act. And she just happens to, he says, oh, I had a birthday very recently. It was very good. 58. And she goes, oh, that's my mom's age. And he immediately went back to his trailer, called his agent, and said, I'm done with Bond. I'm done with Bond. I'm out. Because he's a class act. Because Roger Moore is a good man. He goes, you know what? Good run. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Call Sean. He can have it back. I'll give up the hair and everything. He can have the hair too. I don't care. I'm done. They want me to shag a literal daughter of a woman of my age. (laughs) No one told me anything about this. Dalton's career is doing fine. Mine will be just as good. Ron Howard. It wasn't. (laughs) Uh, Of course I said shag. I was being Roger Moore. Of course I said shag. I was inhabiting the character of Roger Moore. The entire time I wanted vinegar chips. The entire time I thought the weather outside was just awful, just awful. I tried to live him. (sighs) Did you see that ludicrous display last night? They tried to walk it in. Ah, when is Chelsea ever going to get off the league? 
All right. God damn, it got lost again. All right. So that's how old Roger Moore is. I want you to imagine a fairly old man in a chase sequence. What kind of chase sequence? A horsey chase sequence. I want you to imagine a 60-year-old man who's not an equestrian in a chase sequence. Is it an exciting Western chase sequence? This, this Bond movie takes place in America with an American villain. The third act is actually about destroying Silicon Valley. Spoiler alert. Is this a dope-ass Bond has to get on a horse and ride it from one sequence to another to get to travel to stop? No. This is a movie in which there are aerial stunts, and there's an aerial arena, and there's, like, a madman who's building, like, Moonraker shit except, like, Shangri-La style in the air. Is this an amazing air horse race dome of doom on the cool super blimp? No. No, this fucking chase sequence on a horse with a 60-year-old man in a fucking action movie involves the white polo button-up shirt, classic dicky, full-head black Michael Dukakis helmet, chaps ascot, bullshit, like a hunting we will go, a hunting we will go. And the dramatic near-death spills and zigs and zags take place on a polo course. Wait for it. A polo course in a plush English side resort. Wait for it. Of death. See, it's not that Bond is out there playing polo and that he gets suddenly just like attacked by other men in polo uniforms and he has to ride away from them and then there's like a polo sequence where he's like using the balls and mallet and shit to get away from them. It's not even that fucking cool. If you were thinking, oh, this is a polo, this is the classic polo chase sequence where he uses the mallet and balls and brackets to get away from the villains. No, 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 no. This is not the Steve McQueen classic polo chase sequence. I know. This is a very different polo chase sequence in which at times... The antagonist, the primary antagonist, are the men also in ascots and Dickies chasing him who are henchmen. At some times, it's merely the obstacles of a polo course. Because horses have to jump and you can't like he has to jump on top of the horse with his jump. Like there's a sometimes it's just typical polo obstacles. But sometimes. Sometimes it's mechanical devices that have been built into the polo course that Christopher Walken, that's right, Chris motherfucking Walken is in this movie, uses his binoculars and remote control device to activate booby traps throughout the motherfucking polo course of death. 
From a distance, Chris Walken makes gates, spikes, guns, gas, all fire upon the hapless Bond and his horsey as he tries to evade both shrubbery and fellow ascotted henchmen. This chase sequence lasts five minutes. Five fucking minutes. There are so many cuts. Again, Chris Walken is the bad guy. He does not participate in the chase portion at all. It keeps cutting back to Chris Walken looking, looking through binoculars, looking down and activating his RC remote control device that's making the death race run, and then either giving a yeah or ooh reaction take. Because he's either really happy with how Bond is reacting to one of the traps, or he's really disappointed that Bond, that slippery fish, has gotten away from him one more time. So there's a lot of cuts back to Walken going, ha ha, ah, 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 ah. And then there's also a lot of cuts back to him going, ha, oh, ah, ah. In this 60-year-old man <laughs> on a horse in chase sequence. Beautiful, beautiful course. They must have shot on location somewhere. Beautiful course. Oh, by the way, the movie tells you it's bullshit so much before this that you kind of are numb. I, I finally, re- I like, I'm like, why hasn't anybody talked about this? This is the most insane thing. And then I kind of started watching it again. I got high and drunk enough. That's right, Chris hated to, <laughs> I fucking hate the term, to start watching it again going, why don't anybody talk about the chase sequence? Maybe it's because it's out of context and in context. It's because you are so, it's like the Donald Trump of movies. It numbs you before it's even started. It's like it hits you in the face with its bullshit so hard that you have to remember the bullshit that you're being hit with and the velocity. Because the, the swear to fucking Christ, the opening sequence posits that there is a five-star posh restaurant in the middle of the Eiffel Tower. For one, it keeps cutting back to, like, outdoor views and shit. But for two that the entertainment of this Eiffel Tower restaurant that everybody must know doesn't exist. Everybody must know. The Eiffel Tower is known for one thing. You can see up that broad skirt. There's no restaurant. We all know it. Why are you glasslighting us, movie? What are you doing? It posits that this imaginary restaurant's entertainment is somebody who has hundreds of wires attached to their fingers dangling hundreds of butterflies that are dangling around the room haphazardly like a breeze is blowing them around. And the butterflies and its master, fake butterflies, are such a fixture of the Eiffel Tower restaurant that the assassin knows to hide a shuriken slash ninja star in the shape of a butterfly. That's how this fucking movie 
opens. And by the time that's done, by the time it's over, you're like, okay. You kind of forget the re- you kind of forget all the rest of the bullshit that in a normal movie you'd be like, hey, wait a minute. Because at one point on Airship 2, oh, there's multiple airships in this fucking movie. At one point on Airship 2, which is a blimp, Chris Walken opens a wall safe. I want you to fucking think about that because it's really hard to remember. It's really, really hard. At that point, you've seen so much shit. You've been through so much. But I just want you to imagine, hey, 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 you know the blimp airship number two in case airship number one doesn't work out? Like I'm a Final Fantasy villain or some shit? Yeah? I need a safe in it. You you mean like a normal safe, like a like a like a safe, like a hotel safe? No. I need you to build a wall in my blimp, and I need you to build a safe into that, like a like a like a small safe that you could put a couple things in. No. I'm gonna need a man-sized safe on my blimp. I'm gonna need to open it to be able to put a whole man on the inside. All right, Mr. Cheney, my bidding is my will. <laughs> my will is my bidding. <laughs> Whoops. Da 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 da. All right, Dick Cheney slam. For those of you who don't get the connection there, Dick Cheney almost got in trouble once before he shot one of his friends in the face and made it went away for having man-sized safes in his office, multiple, in which he kept everything he didn't want anyone to see because it's illegal to open a safe, etc., etc. Dick Cheney was the devil. He had multiple man-sized safes. Go ahead, just look it up. Dick Cheney man-sized safe. He almost got into trouble for it. He didn't install any of them into the blimp, but he did, this is also my second favorite thing about Dick Cheney, install them at his quote-unquote undisclosed location because he was too important for us to know his whereabouts unlike that piece of shit George W. Bush the POTUS where's Georgie Uh, where's Dick Cheney Uh, listen man that shit is classified that guy is important (laughs) we don't talk about Dick he's the only thing keeping everything alive Get me another safe. I require it to put more documents in. And tell George he can start drinking again. I love my life. Hello, if you're just joining us, we're on hour four of the fucking live show. It's only about hour one in the recording. Uh-oh. Thought I'd been doing this longer. Uh-oh. Definitely gonna have to make a pit stop for more weed. 
so far you've just heard me eat for 25 minutes and then five minutes of trying to do Alan Rickman and then bitching about it. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm in a good place, though. God damn, I'm high. I'm going to brag on my thighs. I think I did that. I'm very high. I think I did that before I started recording, but I'm just going to brag on them real quick, uh, officially, because you know how hard on myself I am. I am hyping up these thigh picks. They're going to change some shit around. They're going to awaken some things in some girls. They are so hard. And so firm already. I'm really, really excited. <sighs> mm -mm -mm. Yep, I was massaging them while I was doing my floor exercises. Getting in and out of various positions. And I realized that no matter what, my thigh was about as hard as the goddamn tile. I was like, yeah, boy. Got you there. I was like, yeah, boy. Want me to do it for 10 hours straight? Like the YouTube video? <laughs> no, if we're going to do anything for 10 hours, let's just start talking about Lost right now. Let's go. I've got enough Keef. I can do it. All right. So we'll just briefly go over it then. About how Charlie died for our sins. Because it's very important to me that you understand that the only reason why you're here and that you've orgasmed is because Charlie on Lost died for our sins. Right? Without him, I wouldn't be around to show me the way. My personal religion is is a hand underwater with the words Not Penny's Boat written on it. And let me just tell you something. I don't care how much of a worthless smack addict you are. If you're willing to die for me, to give me a message that might improve my chances somewhere down the line, you're a hero. You're a fucking hero. If you have no choice but to die, and in that moment of dying also do something, that's just not, like, if you don't just take the time to, like, write, hey, fuck you on your hand, but actually do something that Like, if you're, like, oh, I'm dying anyway. If you take the time to help somebody else, you're a hero and a saint for all eternity. But don't tell anybody that Solange's album fucking sucks. Or that it's named a seat at the table because that's what Beyonce bought for her. Otherwise, you're a bad guy. <laughs> it's called a seat at the table because that's what Beyonce bought for her. You get it? <laughs> she named it after her sister. 
that's the joke. That's what we. That's what you pare it down to. You set it up with, I just did it. I finally solved it. I finally crafted it. I've been working on this joke for so long. I finally got it. Solange's album. Did you know Solange's album is here at the table is named after someone? Yeah, her sister. My power grows. Come at me, Bradley Cooper. They think you're smart. Talk shit about me on the Twitter away from your mom. Talk shit about me when you can't Instagram pics next to your mom, Bradley Cooper, for sympathy points. I will rip you up, Bradley Cooper. I will refuse to say just part of either of your names, Bradley Cooper. You refuse, so I refuse. Call me Brad. No, Bradley, I will not. <laughs> I refuse, Bradley. Shit. I don't know what's going on. I'm just trying to bring it back. <laughs> we were talking about Bradley Cooper earlier, so. <laughs> I'm 50 moves behind everybody. It's the problem. Like, I'm. I can't, when I get high as a motherfucker, I can still move like Neo from the Matrix, but I forget how to open doors, right? So it's basically just watching like a slinky tear itself apart. This is why I refuse to let myself learn woodworking. I just absolutely. I know I'm gonna fuck up my hands within eight seconds. Hey, what's that? What's that over there? I think puppies find me exhausting. I know. I once made a baby get bored of peekaboo with me. <laughs> That's a true story. I was like, I wonder how long this will take. Not that long! Just a little experiment. I'm just like, I'll just check. <laughs> Turns out babies adjust. They're like, they t they tell you it's like, oh, babies, oh, they'll do that all day. No, they won't even do that shit for three minutes. I know. I checked once cause, because as I grew up saying about myself, my dad says I'm really artistic. <laughs> dad says, ev dad tells everyone as soon as they meet that I'm artistic. Uh. <laughs> Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Listen, Brad Coop. Uh. <laughs> so stupid. Why am I laughing at that? I'm closing my eyes. I'm not going to let your laughter let elicit more laughter from me. It's ill-gotten. Nobody should be laughing at that. Uh, it's a bad joke. It's a bad joke. Oh, wow. A lot of tips came in. Oh, thank you for the money, honeys. Oh, my.
gosh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Goodness, goodness, goodness. You girls are very sweet to me. Thank gosh. Listen to me click all that money. <laughs> Just so you know, I'm absolutely going to be doing this in person too with the podcast and all that. Uh, as soon as I get done with the podcast, we're like, uh-huh, and the PayPal. <laughs> I know you just had to pay to get in here, but you know, huh? Gas ain't free. Don't call him Brad Coop from now on. Don't don't make this a stellar skateboard thing. I've already ruined one man's life. <laughs> I've already ruined his life. He can't get work anymore. <laughs> The only thing he does is pop up in the MCU every once in a while. Do you hope my residuals are still very good? I just want you to know I'm still a character, I'm still alive, and my residuals are really good. <laughs> Stellan. <laughs> Stellar skateboard. Brad Coop. Retirees. Uh, to to cast two white people anymore, it would have to be a uh, it would have to be a biopic historical drama to cast those two together. That's the only way Hollywood's greenlighting those two is if it's a real classy joint. So what is a historical situation that we could cast them in as the only two white guys around? That would be hilarious. My answer: just fishing this out there. Boxer Rebellion. Hear me out. They're the last two Americans in China. The Boxer Rebellion is going on. And they can't leave because their meal ticket's addicted to opium. So, the whole thing is a road trip movie about them trying to get to the coast, scoring enough opium with their roadshow trying to stay underneath the covers as gaijin, I know that's not the right word and that's Japanese, but fuck you, <laughs> to score enough opium to keep the person that's their meal ticket. Oh no, they're not addicted to opium. Uh-uh. They're a, they're a hostage. And they have to keep sedating them with opium. So they have to keep making pit stops to locate more opium in order to safely get them to the coast. I think you girls have pulled out enough money for me to pull my cock back out. I want to get in before too many people leave. Plus, my cock is very warm, plus the digestion has happened. So, Sorry for the mood shift, but just like in real life, my cock comes out, and now you have to serve it. Because this is pretty much what my girlfriends get to. You were laughing, you were smiling, I bought you dinner, and now my hard cock is coming out. Mm-hmm. 
Let me try and get the mic a little bit better situated. There. That should be a little bit nicer. Mm. My cock's all bruised. Been working it so hard, just being a whore, and then all the extra recording. It's just bragging on my thighs, and it feels so good to rest my hands on them. One hand is on each thigh, the palm of it. Mm. And they're so thick, and they're so hard. I really love my thighs. I love thrusting them out. so warm compared to the air around me. The air is chilling everything down. The rain is just... Doot, doot. Just taking it. Temperature right out. You can just feel the heat radiating from underneath the clothing where my cock's out. And the only reason it's staying so warm is because of all that blood. Very warm, even to my touch, so it can be hot to yours. Mm-mm. Mm. Mm. 
I'm the luckiest man alive, and I know it right in this moment. I don't have a fantasy. I don't need anything. My eyes are closed. My erection is based solely on how happy I am, grateful. I feel as sexy as you want me to, and right at this moment, I feel as happy as you want me to. I don't need anything else. It's just a man feeling his own body, his own cock. Knowing that women want him to, that want to listen. And it feels very, very good. Oh, if you were here, there'd be that extra little push. It's too sore for me to come over and over again with my hand, but if you were here, oh, we could come over and over again. And you could either make me do it or we could do it together. Always be willing to go that extra little bit of distance. Knowing that you'd get to feel the heat. Knowing that you'd come for me. If you think you know from what you were shown, you don't have any fucking idea. <clears throat> My, mm, that's the spice in the spicy tuna. <laughs> oh. Mm. Daddy, no sir tonight. Don't even say my name because honest to God, I don't think I have one. Not in the core of me. Just touch me, hold me, and be with me. Until the moment passes. gonna come over and over again because this is happening pretty quick. Maybe I'll come again for you later. I'm just so turned on by how much you all want me. What you give to me. Oh, I never even have to take it from you because you bend over so far to give it to me. Sometimes you're so eager you feel shame. Sometimes you're so eager, you feel horrible just for wanting it. Mm. 
makes me feel so sexy when so many of you so powerful are desperate. Just fucking desperate. too easy. Oh, I didn't even break a sweat. Oh, God damn it. That's the fucking fourth time I had to come today, too. That's why I had to take that nap in the middle of it. I never even get to come on my own time anymore. I have to schedule at national parks. Pout, pout, pout. Oh, I wanted to put on a better show than that. Holding it back would have been insincere, though. <clears throat> we'll see what happens as the night goes on. Let's see if that gives me a little bit of a... Uh, oh, my God. Chezzy... I am so fucking healthy. It's ridiculous. My cardiovascular health these days, it's out of control. The phlegm that you hear, I know that's not great. But that's my illness. That's why I've taken so much recording time off, etc., was to heal that. And so, and a part of healing that is just time. You can't rush it. It's internal medicine. Uh, once that's gone, just I don't even know. I don't even know myself. I recover, I, I recover so quickly, and that one was so easy, and I was breathing so heavy right up until, <sighs> god damn it. Oh, you're all so sweet. Yes, my aerobic health is very, very good, Taylor. My anaerobic health, however, is not so great. I'm out of anaerobic shape like you wouldn't believe. What? But Jack, you can throw a refrigerator. Yeah, but I used to be able to throw two. So you know what? I don't feel that good about myself right now. I used to be able to throw a refrigerator with a couple of bodies and bricks inside of it. Make sure it sank to the bottom of that ocean real good. Oh, I can't wait until my arms and chest look like my legs. Hey, hear me out. I know you're trying to be encouraging, but to quote a line from Community, since it's been on my mind lately, I've got self-esteem coming out of my butt. We all know it. When I talk about the lack of distance between where I am and where I want to be, hmm, it's a little bit different than when other people do it. That's all. Just as we're keeping it friendly and light tonight, when I talk about my flabby, waterlogged, comatose arms, I'm only saying that out loud in that framework because I've already made the decision to change it, and thus it will be so. 
So relax, babies. I'm in a real good place. All that I want is for the last bits of my lower body to get where they need to be. Very exciting. And then for my upper body to match. And then I will be the god that you have summoned back to the world. Mm. I came really hard, Mayor. Really hard. I, I shot a little bit of my wad through the napkin I was using to contain the cum. A little bit breached. I wish I shot cum like Peter North, but I don't. I shoot it like a, like a shot put. It's not a straight little line. It doesn't look neat. It's just one pa-pow. I wonder what the girls on Tumblr are doing. Mm. Well, somebody just said something very sweet. Your happiness is my main source of horniness. Mm. Very sweet. Good night, hot stylist. My Mayhar. Okay, I'll try and keep that in mind. Forgive me if I don't always get it. Zane, thank you so much for coming. I'll check to see if you were in voice first, and you are. Howdy. I just came. You haven't missed much. It's just been noises. It's just been voices, me eating food, and a little bit of orgasming, and some belly aching about James Bond. That catches us up, to quote the shins, and that's a how we got to where we are now. <laughs> uh, the shins have two modes, one where they sing something that's kind of out there and like really uh, interesting lyrically, like poetry, and you're not quite sure what to make up. And the other is just Randy Newman mode, where he just talks about what he's doing. And there's no in-between. He's either singing something really poetic, or he's got a song on the reason one on the Broken Bells song. He's got one that's literally just breaking up after a year. And if you listen to the lyrics, it's literally just, hey, we've had this talk before a couple of times. Uh, we've been dating for a year, but I said it wasn't going to get serious, and I don't want to do this again, so goodbye. And the that's the chorus, and the stanzas are like, we're at a club, we're drinking, hey, look, it's Aziz Azari, that's cool. What's that? You want to talk? It's that talk again. <sighs> He's literally just Randy Newmaning, but he has Danger Mouse doing his backup, so it sounds amazing. I wish I wish Danger Mouse would fucking let me like talk about movies that you love. I bet if he mixed me talking about why Lord of the Rings sucked, you'd hear it. You'd finally get it. <laughs> they 
And your mouse is that good. DJ Shadow, hook up. Hook up with me. Let's destroy culture. With me and DJ Shadow's powers combined. <clears throat> good night, Contessa. Happy Valentine's Day. If you put my, if you put DJ Shadow's sick beats over my melodramatic tone, we can convince anyone of anything. There we go. Oh my. <clears throat> starkle, Starkle, Little Twink. Who the hell are you, I think? I'm not under what you call the affluence of Incahol. I'm just a little slort of sheep. I'm not drunk like Finkle Peep. I don't know who is me yet, but drunker I stand here the longer I get. So give me one more Fink to drill my cup, cause I got all day sober to Sunday up. <laughs> That's a hell. God damn it, shins. <clears throat> oh, it's a Joker quote. You want me to do it in the Joker voice? I was like, wait, this is a long walk for just a quote. <coughs> Forgive me. <clears throat> oh, something like that happened to me, you know. I, I'm not exactly sure what it was. Sometimes I remember one way and sometimes another. If I'm going to have a past, I prefer it to be multiple choice. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> Ooh. If you grow up the type of woman men want to look at, you can let them look at you, but do not mistake eyes for hands or windows for mirrors. Let them see what a woman looks like they may have not ever seen one before. If you grow up the type of woman men want to touch, you can let them touch you. Sometimes it's not you they are reaching for. Sometimes it's a bottle, a door, a sandwich, a Pulitzer, another woman. But their hands found you first. Do not mistake yourself for a guardian or a muse or a promise or a victim or a snack. You are a woman skin and bones, veins and nerves, hair and sweat. You are not made out of metaphors, not apologies, not excuses. If you grew up the type of women men want to hold, you can let them hold you. All day they practice keeping their bodies upright. Even after all this evolving, it still feels 
unnatural, still strains the muscles, holds firm the arms and spine. Only some men will want to learn what it feels like to curl themselves into a question mark around you, admit that they do not have the answers they thought they would by now. Some men will hold you like the answer. You are not the answer. You are not the problem. You are not the poem, or the punchline, or the riddle, or the joke. Woman, if you grow up to the type, <clears throat> woman, if you grow up the type of men want to love, you can let them love you. Being loved is not the same thing as loving. When you fall in love, it's, it is discovering the ocean after years of puddle jumping. It is realizing you have hands. It is reaching for the tightrope when the crowds have all gone home. Do not spend time wondering if you are the type of women men will hurt. If he leaves you with a car alarm heart, you learn to sing along. It is hard to stop loving the ocean, even after it has left you gasping, salty. So forgive yourself the decisions you've made, the ones you can call mistakes when you tuck them in at night, and know this. You are the type of woman who is searching for a place to call yours. Let statues crumble. You have always been the place. You are a woman who can build it yourself. You were born to build. Well, that was absolutely beautiful. That came from Dade. That was Dade's request. And that was gorgeous. When I talk about female ASMR and female on female ASMR and that kind of thing, that's exactly, I could never come up with that, right? From a male perspective, whatever I want to say to encourage a woman, I could never say you were the place and you can build. I would never think of that. But it's a beautiful, beautiful way to talk to a woman. So, ah, a little misty there. That was gorgeous. <laughs> Wonderful. <clears throat> uh, well, that's it for formal requests to read. I'm going to take a sip of water after that. I don't know if I should try and smoke on recording. I'll give it a test, Lil. If I cough, don't freak out. Guess I can make Allie do tons of work later. <laughs> I already made her do so much work the last time I got super high on a live stream, and she had to record Hollywood as that name over and over again and put that in. That was some real quick thinking, Allie. When I listened to that, I was like, that's well done. That was quick thinking and efficient. Save my bacon from having to edit that whole sequence out. It's a good story, Hand on a Stick, too. God, I love Hand on a Stick. Fun story.
Well, you caught a tiger by the toe. Now what, girls? I'm here. I'm fed. I've come. You've paid me. What do you want? I'll flirt with Wu. You got a you got a champion? You got a little Jeremy Irons, huh? Why don't you find it, Stormy? Why don't you find the Jeremy Irons you want me to do? Send it to me in a DM, eh? There's a fair bit of scar in that movie. There's a fair bit more scar than Mufasa, one might say. <laughs> Simba. Simba. <clears throat> Simba. <clears throat> Simba. <laughs> this is CNN. I'm not trying to jinx it, especially since I'm begging for money, but you all, right now I'm just feeling it. I'm going to be so rich. <laughs> really not, really not trying to be a dick or anything like that. I'm just saying, right now, just how I'm feeling. I'm going to be so rich. <laughs> oh, Stormy. Don't be shy, little girls. You're just... Oh, no, the potato's taking the money back. I knew it. Fucking Irish. Almost as stingy as the Scottish. Since no one's tipping me anymore, I'm free to go ahead and say what I think. The Lord of the Rings sucks, and so do you. Do you know why they called it the Amazing Race? Because they named it after white people. Hmm. I'm free. I'm free. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that joke really sneaks. It's my favorite white supremacist joke. It really sneaks up on you. Wait, what? What is? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and Meryl Streep is overrated. That's how that bit ends. Like if you do the cut in the middle. <laughs> Where everything he says gets worse and worse. <laughs> it ends with him screaming, Admiral Strafe is overrated. Door slam. <laughs> That's a good bit. Um... I'd watch it. I'd watch that. I'd watch that bit. Super quick again. Super quick again about The Good Place, since I'm just so in love with it. Yeah, we can do corny pickup lines. You give me a corny pickup line, I'll try and respond. But you can't just throw them all at me at once. I'm dyslexic. So as I'm teeing that up, as you start preparing to one by one 
We will let you through. Prepare your corny pickup lines. Don't just type and enter them. We're going to pretend like it's a it's an intersection with the lights blinking. We're not going to do a specific order. We're just going to look and make sure we don't plow into anybody else who's going ahead. Right? That's the actual rules when an intersection's out. Follow that. <laughs> don't forget what they told you in traffic school. That's what actually happens at an intersection, kid. So... Uh, good place. There's a character who's kind of dumb. It's a whole thing. He's not a complete person. The good place is about the afterlife. No spoilers. And uh, so they they play a lot about what it means to be a human and what it is to have all of those parts or have some of those parts missing. This is a character with some of those parts missing, and his name is Derek. But his real-life name, the actor's name, is an actor I have the crush on, and I really like him a lot. His name is Jason Manzukis. And at one point, this character named Derek gets so upset at somebody named Jason that his, again, his real-life name is Jason, that he goes, Jason, 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 Jason. And I lost my fucking shit to the point where a couple episodes later... He communicates solely through the word Derek like he's a Pokemon. He goes, Derek? Derek! Derek! <laughs> and I'm wondering if he was originally supposed to do, like, more lines and literally saying his own name 50 times in a row for 20 takes in front of Christian Bell and Ted Danson just shattered his mind. Shattered his mind, because it would me. If I had to look at Ted Danson's face as he's looking at me and just be like, the Grey Knight, the Grey Knight, the Grey Knight, and Ted Danson's just staring at me, how many times could I say it before I think he's the Grey Knight? And all along, I was the butterfly having the dream of being the Grey Knight. Surely Ted Danson's the Grey Knight. It must be. What illusion did I have before now? Was I Ted Danson having a dream? Or was I Ted Danson dreaming I was the Grey Knight? Uh, okay, some, ki some kids got their, uh, their cheesy pickup lines ready that I'm going to try and serve back. I'm going to try and improv serve back. Any kids ready? Can we get some yeses from the girls who are going to... So we have an idea how many people are at this intersection. Okay. Okay. We've got we've got some participations. Well, don't worry if you're not ready yet. Just get them ready. We're not waiting for you, potato. You took your money back. <laughs> See that street cuts both ways, bitch. People tend to do that at uh, 2 a.m. AK. Okay. Well, one person. Well, lots of people are typing. Never mind. I'm going to wait for a little bit of a lull. No worries. No hurries. We'll just wait for the lull. Kitty sneezes. Maybe Mrs. Kitty will join us soon. Ooh, big kitty sneeze. He's got a little kitty cold. 
Okay. Everybody stop talking about my fucking cat now. She'll come out later. Everyone shut up. <laughs> I love you. Shut up. <laughs> I kept waiting for a lull, waiting for a lull, waiting for a lull, waiting for a lull. Wait. No, more people are typing now than ever when I said shut up. Oh my god. Everybody shut the fuck up. Thank you. Will one person start typing their cheesy pickup line, please? Okay, red's going. Okay, guys, don't do fake outs at the start. Pickup lines only. I'm dyslexic. <clears throat> All right. I wanted to give a good corny pickup lines, but none popped. A few fake tires. Maybe now you'll stop driving me crazy. Oh my god. I think you need to take that line out of rotation. That's my response. I think you're I think you're blowing everything out of proportion and you need to take that line out of rotation. That's the best I've got for that one. It's really bad. Tires. I don't know how to play off tires. I feel like I'm going around and around in circles just trying to come up with a third joke with this one. Okay, will the second person start typing and hit enter on their cheesy pickup line? Are you a simple sugar? Because I'll monosuck and ride you all night long. Oh, that, that, uh, that pickup line is really saccharine. It's really glue-gross. That, that pickup line is, is actually, uh, is actually, you, you must be a, you must be basic because of how simple that formula is. Oh, how about that? You must be basic. Because <laughs> how simple that chem that chemical molecule is. I don't quite know the way to say that correctly, because I'm not a chemist. But I do know the difference between a complex and simple sugar and basic. So fuck you. I feel like I kind of nailed it. <laughs> All right, number three. Let's go. Hey, babe, are you from Tennessee because you're the only 10 I see? Hey, are you an angel? Because I really want to fucking smash your head in against the ground for that one. Uh, uh, all right, if I wanted to flirt back and you did the Tennessee line, I would say nice clothes. They would look even better rolled up in a bowl on my floor. Like if we're going like standard, like shitty pickup lines. Uh, if I wanted to play off it, like if I thought Tennessee might be something that you'd joke with me, like if we both be like, haha, fuck you, Nashville, I would say, hey, you know what they call someone in Tennessee who can outrun uh, their brothers, right? A virgin. Yeah, those would be my three. Uh, are your pants a compressed file? Because I would like to unzip them. Uh, are, are you using SQL? Because I can't find your query anywhere in my database. Are you using Internet Explorer 7? Because I literally can't get you to look right no matter how I try and format it. Are your parents teavers because damn, well, I guarantee you yours aren't dentists. 
<laughs> I did a little dance after that one. I was like, shit, that was like Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers, come to me. Come to me, Joan Rivers. Stop. I, I've not looked at your picture at all. Don't make it personal. That's the entire bit. Don't make it personal, kids. <laughs> the only STD I have is actually transmitted desire for you. Uh, well, then that desire is going to have to be left waiting because the method of transmission is not operational. <laughs> I don't know how you get it, but you didn't get it from me. <laughs> I'm sorry, that one's really easy. If it's transmitted by sex, just quatsh, quatsh, no. <laughs> I have to say, no matter how hot a woman was, I'm so sorry for this. This is probably going to break some hearts. No matter how hot a woman was, I see she's not an organ donor, nexted. I don't even have a pickup. I was like, I'm just mad. Like, I tried to come up with a joke, but I'm like, no. Become an organ donor. What are you doing? <laughs> all, all day long you take pictures of yourself so other people can compliment. I know. All day long you take pictures of yourself so people will compliment what you look like. You can actually have parts of that inside other people and be useful. Do it. Oh my god. If I could rearrange all the stars in the sky... God, no, that doesn't work out. If I could change the stars in the skies to numbers, I would try and figure out how you could think that fucking pickup line would work. <laughs> hey, girl, are you a magic carp? Because I think you'll be splashing alone tonight. Pretty proud of that one. Pretty proud of that one for a hip fire. <laughs> okay, does anybody else have one? Everybody settle down. Does anybody else actually have one to serve up? A real one? Not these really shitty ones that you guys are just like obviously Googling. But does anybody have one that they actually really like? Okay, everybody settle down. Settle down. Uh-huh. I know. I have the internet, too. I make my money off of it. Does anybody have one that they like? <laughs> that they really like. <sighs> this is why I'm so much more fun in person. Because you know that I'm not faking it, but you can't. This is why I like conversations and showing off in person so much more than the internet. You know that I'm not reading it off the other screen, and I can totally fucking tell when you guys are. <laughs> to everyone who doesn't know chess, you're cheating at chess. The pieces don't move that way. I've seen how you all type. Fucking fool. Uh, hey, Jack, I suddenly use punctuation. <laughs> I 
I s listen, I saw more commas and periods out of you girls tonight when you were suddenly coming up with these pickup lines that you totally know off the top of your head than uh, your fucking OBGYNs have seen your entire lives, okay? So, don't know who you think you're fooling. I guess I think I guess you were all figuring that I was going to have the head of the first day on the internet kid on top of that body, right? On top of that arm. I was just it was going to pull back. It's literally just going to be first day on the internet kid. <laughs> just rocking that arm. Hey guys, what's going on? Ooh. Me, Taylor, I was just proving a point. That's why I'm I'm not irritated, but I just want to say that you guys who fished them out and found them you you know that you ended the bit, right? By doing that. Or do you not? Because here I was freely responding to people. You jumped out of, you went to go into a search bar to find something to throw it at me in hopes of getting a response to that. And you derailed it because of it. So just, I'm just trying to be honest with you guys about why I'm calling it out. And you guys are like, he he, isn't that funny? No. If you wouldn't do it in person, why are you doing it on the internet? It's my whole fucking milieu. <laughs> All right. I was trying to have fun with the people who wanted to have fun. I wasn't trying to fucking respond to every 90s AIM list ever. Jeez. This is, I guess, this is why we have to do limited, like, organized shit. You guys just crowd. Look at what you did. I want you to imagine being on the receiving end of that and then be like, clap. That was fun, right? You wouldn't think that. I guarantee you. You guys get upset when I say that your favorite movie's shitty. You think you could handle what you guys just threw at me collectively and be cool? All right, all right. Sometimes you girls, there's a hundred of you right now. There's one of me. <laughs> I, I understand that I make it look easy. <laughs> but it's, that's because I save up. I fucking nap in the middle of the day for this shit. I have to eat calamari. Do you know how fucking expensive it is? Yes, you do. You pay for it. All right, so to transition away from that, since I'm feeling pretty good about rebuking tonight without losing my shit, go me. There's a rule about Denny's. And there is only one rule about Denny's. And if you don't follow it, I'm not the man for you. Podcast-wise, ASMR-wise, romance, it's just time to part ways. There is but the sole rule of Denny's, and that is, you do not go to a Denny's, you end up at a Denny's. If you are the type of person who says, hey, let's go to Denny's, I am not for you. Mm-mm. I love pancakes. I love skillets. You know I damn well love hash browns, especially made with real oil. I love my air-fried hash browns. I do. But sometimes a man wants a pile of shredded potatoes cooked in oil. But if you are saying to get any of these things, let's go to Denny's, 
that's like saying to me, like, I'm feeling really sexy. Let's get some lingerie and some lube at the Dollar General. Not for you. Not saying that that can't turn somebody in Tennessee on. But it's not for me. I say this because this is a wonderful story about two months ago, about 50 days ago. Your daddy ended up at a Denny's for breakfast. But what day was 50 days ago? Just about 50 days ago. Count back. Christmas. Christmas morning. The day after. I actually had a dope-ass brunch and everything for Christmas. It was great. I had sweet rolls and all that. But I slept and got weird and all that kind of thing. So, <clears throat> woke up the next morning, and what I wanted more than anything in the world was a mango shake. That's it. Mango shake from McDonald's. But I forgot that it was the day after Christmas. So none of the McDonald's were open yet. It was 3.30 in the morning. They don't open till 5. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I was like, oh, it's the 26th, right? That's the only calculation I did. I didn't think like, oh, but like, that's not like at 12.01 they would reopen, dumbass. <laughs> so after I bothered two McDonald's because it doesn't click on the first one, and I'm just being real with you, they didn't speak English. Uh, <laughs> after bothering two McDonald's, it clicks. And so I say, you know what? It's about to be five. I'm about to go on my run. I'll go my run, and it'll be five. And then I'll go to a place. I'll go to a place that makes really delicious pancakes and skillets. I'll, I'll do this jog, and then I'll have this huge breakfast. Doesn't that sound amazing, everybody? But where do you go for Denny's-like food except that it's actually delicious? And the answer is not Waffle House, you assholes, you white trash. What's wrong with you? The answer is Village Inn. Guys, Waffle House is kind of like a Dollar General, except when you want to buy sex, drugs, and waffles at the same location. Okay? <laughs> when you want to get a shock to the system, maybe buy a knife with an eagle carved into the handle? Waffle House. When you want delicious breakfast food, Village Inn. I don't know. I don't know why the carved knife handled bit is fucking tickling my funny bone so hard, but it really got tight. I've never been to a Bob Evans. I've only ever seen their frozen food. Nah, no, no, not IHOP. IHOP is better than Denny's, but do not go there over Village Inn. Nice try, IHOP.
And that's from earlier. Okay, I'm going to pause the recording because we just hit two hours. <sighs> oh my, and I hiccup right as I, oh, as I come back to recording. Perfect. Good night, Red. Thank you for coming. Yikes. Jimmy John's is a sandwich sandwich delivery place that's going to go out of extinction because its whole thing was it delivers to you very fast. However, now everybody and their mother's got an app that delivers food to you, so goodbye, Jimmy John's. Well, just literally give it give it one to three years. The industry has just exploded. <coughs> Ooh. Wow, took a whole month to get your sandwich. Ba 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 da bow. Now, is Uber Eats Uber? Is it just somebody in an Uber who picks up your food? And then their car has to smell like your food. But do they also pick up people to drive? So does it cost more than Grubhub? No, it doesn't cost more. Okay. Because I've only seen it on... Shitty places like McDonald's or that advertise Uber Eats. All the nice places here advertise Grubhub. <laughs> it's like Jack in the Box, get us on Uber Eats. And I'm like, hmm. Well, don't spend $20 for carne asada fries. I've never seen a restaurant on two different things, though. So, like, it's it's territorial, right? You can't be on multiple surfaces. It's so stupid. Mm-mm-mm. <clears throat> there is a community of the spirit. Join it and feel the delight of walking in the noisy street and being the noise. Drink all your passion and be a disgrace. Close both eyes to see with the other eye. Open your hand if you want to be held. Sit down in the circle, quit acting like a wolf, and feel the shepherd's love filling you. At night, 
your beloved wanders. Don't accept consolations. Close your mouth against food. Taste the lover's mouth in yours. You moan, she left me, he left me. Twenty more will come. Be empty of worrying. Think of who created thought. Why do you say in prison when the door is wide open? More outside the tangle of fear thinking. Live in silence. Flow down and down in always widening rings of being. <clears throat> that was beautiful. How's my Dennis Leary impression? It's not great. And I listened to No Cure for Cancer a million times. I'm smiling because the idea of Dennis Leary did that. Pretty steep transition. You know what we're gonna do? 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 You know what I wanna do? I tell you what I want to do. I want to smoke a fucking cigarette, get naked, buck-ass naked, go ahead and frame my entire body with green jello, running around screaming in the street going, I'm an American, Yankee Doodle Dandy, goddamn me, because I can, I am, and I'm free to do so. That's what I want to do. It's not a great Dennis Leary. <laughs> Embarrassed, because he was like a childhood icon. I really listened to No Cure for Cancer so many times. <clears throat> that whole album. Well, as long as it makes you happy. That's from his monologue in the not-cult classic Demolition Man, a favorite from my childhood that I adore that nobody else does. <laughs> Wesley Snipes plays the most insane self-hating black villain ever. Good night, Nadira. He plays like a stereotype of himself. It's awful. All restaurants are Taco Bell. <clears throat> the three shells, indeed. Mm -mm -mm. We winding down. Did I smoke that whole bowl for nothing other than to just lay back and smile? No, I hate Taco Bell. I'd never go there. Chipotle either. Big middle finger to both. Not only can we talk about the fact that Taco Bell has fries, I'm obsessed with the fact that Taco Bell has fries. And I kind of think it's the end of the world. Because <clears throat> they're pushing these fucking fries so hard. Because they're potatoes. Alright? 
not not trying to be a jerk or anything, but it's harder to make money off meat than vegetables. So, fast food has gone through some apocalypse lately, where it's so cheap now that Taco Bell they can't make they can't give you more taco for less money. It was already too cheap. It was already terrifying. <laughs> so that's why they're pushing these fucking fries. I had a double down, and I still don't regret it. I want to make a homemade double down and have it be awesome. I think it's possible. <clears throat> Mine will be better, though. I will 3D print the, the chicken filet patties so that they seal in together with mozzarella cheese cock. And on the inside... There will be a delicious pesto cream sauce. Oops. And this is before marijuana is legal there, kids. Mac and cheese burger patties before it's legal to have weed in Australia. You gotta wonder what they're gonna have after. Oh my god, no one's doing anything. Is it over? I guess it is a Wednesday night. Valentine's Day. I tell that worked to say part one, but I guess there's not going to be a part two. Mm. Girls are done with me, I can just tell. Already bored. It's late, I know. I already gave you the goods. Raul, you want to talk to them, kitty? Yeah? Mm-hmm. What else do you have to say? Yeah? I love you. Oh, very much. You're the best kitty in the world, you know that? Good. You having a nice night? Okay. That's it. Now she just wants pets. She's done talking. That's all she had to say for the evening. She wishes you well and bids adieu. Now time for the belly pets. And now you're just hearing what I do all the time. Talk to the cat, scratch her ass, get high as balls. This is what I'm like off the clock. Good night, Julie. Thank you so much for coming. It was very nice being able to do hours and hours of this and be able to do hours and hours more. I enjoy that aspect of it very much. Mm. Let's see what we have here. 
I don't love you as if you were a rose of salt, topaz, or arrow of carnations that propagate fire. I love you as one loves certain obscure things secretly between the shadow and the soul. I love you as the planet that doesn't bloom but carries the light of those flowers hidden within itself. And thanks to your love, the tight aroma that arose from the earth lives dimly in my body. I love you without knowing how or when or from where. I love you directly without problems or pride. I love you like this because I don't know any other way to love except in this form in which I am not nor are you so close that your hand upon my chest is mine, so close that your eyes close within my dreams. <clears throat> these poems, these poems, these poems, she said, are poems with no love in them. These are poems of a man who would leave his wife and child because they made noise in his study. These are the poems of a man who would murder his mother to claim the inheritance. These are the poems of a man like Plato, she said, meaning something I did not comprehend, but which nevertheless offended me. These are the poems of a man who would rather sleep with himself than with women, she said. These are the poems of a man with eyes like draw knife, with hands like a pickpocket's hands, woven of water and logic and hunger, with no strand of love in them. These poems are the heartless and birdsong, as unmeant as elm leaves, which, if they love love, only the wide blue sky and the air of the idea of elm trees. Self-love is an ending, she said, not a beginning. Love means love of the sure thing, not of the song or the singing. These poems, she said, you are, he said, beautiful. That is not love, she said, rightly. Hmm. Hmm. Lovely, both of them, both poems. Thank you, Meg, that was a great suggestion. What's that from? Be so kind, would you, while I sip this water? <clears throat> to say, when a man says that you are very beautiful, it is not the same as love. Oh, how correct. I was very proud of myself for one particular ask answered when a woman asked about older men, and I just was very honest and said, well, he's probably into you because you're younger. I felt very good about that one. I'm not going to pretend I changed any lives that night, but I I hope I gave someone some food for thought. <sighs> mm. Oh, 
soon I won't make those noises when I stretch. Get them while you can. Every day, there's less popping. Every day, it's in better alignment. Just did five hours sitting on my ass, no problem. Rocked it back and forth. Wore you girls out. I could easily handle one or two of you more. Things are improving in the kingdom. <sighs> Uh, Daddy promises if he doesn't like Black Panther, he will keep it to him fuck himself. <laughs> He'll only say the nice things about the movie and move on. <laughs> He'll treat it just like Tom Hiddleston. He's so handsome. <clears throat> he did really well in that one movie. I like it when he plays a more serious role. That last one sounds like a compliment until you think about it. It's so handsome. It's a serious role, Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> he's, he's, he's always got a trench coat on. Serious Tom Hiddleston. Oh. Good night, Mika. Good night, everybody who's leaving. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. <laughs> okay, but that was a fake laugh. Guys, that was a character. <laughs> For real, that was 100% fake, that laugh, so watch out. <laughs> Don't love that one. That was a false laugh. Uh, that's my version of when Conan O'Brien does his, does his fake nerd laugh. Conan O'Brien's still bitching about video games. It's insane. I tuned in while I was away. I saw a whole episode of Family Guy. It's still on. A modern episode. And I watched uh, a Conan, and he's still bitching about video games. It's insane. Yeah. Still calling everybody who plays them nerds and, and saying that they should, the, the whole shtick. He's not in this case. It's odd. He was supposed to be the young savior. No wonder now the kids watching late night. Who are they going to go to for saving? Fallon? Oh, I love that video game, guys. That one's dope. It's doper than the last one. It's even doper. It's the mostest dopest video game I've ever played. <laughs> I really can't. I, I know I shouldn't. I really can't stand Fallon. 
Has he really? Go on, Katie. Tell me more. Would I sing for money? Absolutely. That's a commission, though. <laughs> so commission me. However, I will give you guys just a little taste. I can't do it. <clears throat> I will give you guys just a little taste of something I've been working and working and working on trying to get right. <clears throat> well, I'm just a bachelor looking for a partner someone that knows how to ride without even falling off. Gotta be compatible Take me to the limit Girl, when I get you off You won't want to get off me Tell you know the rest mm. Absolutely, you gotta pay $75 for a fucking song But you can commission me to sing <laughs> It's better when my larynx isn't filled with ash my mind isn't filled with THC. Potato, 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 what am I supposed to do with you? Not enjoying you very much, that's for sure. Thank you for the tips. The rest of you, though. Well, I do appreciate it, Rainbow. Especially since you had to use two discords just to come and see me, to then go out of your way to pay me. Well, that's mighty funny. This is my design. I really like that actor so much. I really like the actor who played Will Graham in the TV show so much. I think he's such a pretty boy, and he's got the talent. Yep. And I hope that all the, even though I can't stomach it, I've tried to watch it, the pilot, three times. I can't watch it. The fucking show that he's on? With Aaron Paul? It's supposed to be great. I can't get through the pilot. It's so boring. Who's his wife? I know she's famous, but I always forget who she is. That's the one on Hulu, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that Homeland's on season seven. I couldn't believe... That's right. I had a whole bit about how they came home one day from acting, and they're like... And they're like... The bit was as a couple. It's like, what'd you do today? Uh, well, I act like a paranoid schizophrenic that nobody likes and was really disenchanted but had to solve a crime. What about you? And like... Chinese? Because that's what the other one did that day as well. That's what, they, that's what they were doing for a couple of years. <laughs> hey, how would you read this? Would you read this as totally disaffected or disaffected with a side of crazy and anger? That's a tough one. Callie, you can absolutely request anything you want, darling. 
show's pretty much winded down, but I'm still uh, I'm still doing what you guys want, pretty much, as long as you don't insult me to my face or grade me to my face for efforts off the cuff. <laughs> the recurring theme to when I was wounded this evening, in case anyone hasn't picked up on it yet. Grade me elsewhere. Absolutely. That's what I would do to you to show you basic respect and courtesy. I know not everything I'm doing is perfect. It's also improv and for fun. And I'm a human with feelings doing it. So, that's all. Trying to relay that lesson until it takes. This is a Twitch chat. I get paid better. That's why I get to invite you in instead of having to broadcast myself like a baboon out there for anybody. Please. God, I wonder what a bad review for me would be. You, you might want to take a plug at that, cats. I know that somebody writing 8 out of 10 might not think it's an insult, but guys, you know I'm trying. You know it's off the cuff. You know it's hours and hours into a show, so doing it to my face. It gets you, it gets you a 2 out of 10 from me where it's those middle fingers raised right at your face. That's all. That's all this is, is me venting it right back at you. I gotta tell you, I kind of like this Voltron mode that I've got going on now. It's all of the anger, but none of the frustration coming out of my hands as lasers. It's pretty cool. <laughs> God, maybe this is what the Strokes were talking about when they said, I kind of feel like Don Rickles. I'm not, I, th I thought the same earlier. Thank you for making the comparison. I'm like, I think I'm even less aggressive than Don Rickles right now. I thought that earlier. <laughs> Thank you. I, I know that's not a great model for anger, as Don Rickles, but it's way better than Don Draper is who I used to be. So I'll take it. <laughs> I know. I know. He, he made it work for him. But still, I want, I want to eventually get to a Middleditch level. I think that's how you say his name, right? Tom Middleditch? I'm not trying to be cute for once. <laughs> uh, he insults the fuck out of people, and they clap for him. And they think he's so cute, and that's where I'm trying to get to eventually. I'm like, that's game. <laughs> that's game. Middleditch got game. <laughs> Don Rickles, but people people smile. They don't just laugh, they smile. When Don Rickles gets you, you go, ooh, but they smile for Tommy. That's what I want. I want to hit you, and then you go, <laughs> do it again. I want the Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I want the Aubrey Plaza real as a guy. Hey, you're the Grey Knight. Say you'd sleep with my girlfriend. I wouldn't sleep with her with your fucking dick. Ah, hey! It's amazing! That's what I want. 
<laughs> God, I turned into Andrew Dice Clay for one second. <laughs> like I said, I'm loving. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving this Voltron mode. It's like whatever emotion I need is right there, and then I can pull it out and put it right back in, and all form the head. <laughs> Ted from Ted Ted keeps insulting his boss and gets him. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I want to watch it now. Someone insults their way up. You girls have been so great with the uh, request tonight. Every single last one of them has been a hyperlink. Every single last one of them has been to a page that opens clearly. I really appreciate that tremendously. Uh, the dyslexic in me cannot thank you enough when you move it right along in a way where I can read the words. Truly, truly, truly. <clears throat> The art of losing isn't hard to master. So many things seem filled with the intent to be lost that their loss is no disaster. Lose something every day except the fluster of lost door keys, the hour badly spent. The art of losing isn't hard to master. Then practice losing farther losing faster places and names and where it was you meant to travel none of these things will bring disaster i lost my mother's watch and look my last or next to last or three loved houses went the art of losing isn't hard to master i lost two cities lovely ones and vaster some realms I owned, two rivers, a continent. I miss them, but it wasn't a disaster. Even losing you, the joking voice, a gesture I love, I shan't have lied. It's evident the art of losing's not too hard to master, though it may look like it. Write it like disaster. Ooh, beautiful. I agree with this sentiment entirely. <clears throat> This is, I believe he's a Hindi. An ancient Hindi scholar talked about the miracle of pain. Oh, the miracle of pain. It's such a wonderful, wonderful Hindu scholar. Uh, the miracle of pain. Because you're alive to feel it. Think of all of the people not born who will never know the miracle of pain. Words that I do not live by, but surely must try to harder. Yeah? All right. <clears throat> Ooh. You didn't do anything wrong with just a little bit of fine print, because it sent me to the mobile site. <laughs> Let's try and pull you up. Normal. No, it wants to do... Tiny, tiny print. That's okay. Let's just do our little chain gif one second here. Just one second here. 
Since community on is on my mind anyway. Here we go. Here's me trying to read this poem in case I stumble. Okay. <clears throat> Mysterious shapes with wands of joy and pain which seize us unaware in helpless sleep and lead us to the house where we keep our secrets hid. We barred by every chain that we can forge and bind the crimes whose stain is slowly fading neath the tears we weep. Dead, bliss which dead can make our pulses leap. Oh, cruelty to make these lives again. They say that death is sleep and heaven's rest ends earth's short days as on the last faint gleam. Of sun, our nights shut down, and we are blessed. Let this, then, be our heaven's joy the test, the proof, if heavens be, or only seem, that we forever choose what we will dream. Well, I don't think I got the meter of that right, but the idea is rather sweet. It's a complex meter with the smaller font, and I don't know... The poet, so I didn't want to take a stab at it. That's Helen Hunt Jackson, and it's very lovely. I don't think I did that justice, but I also have to stop looking at it. The font is is too small. Apologies, darling. I would delve deeper into it. It is beautifully written, though. Beautifully written, Miss Helen Hunt Jackson. Oh, okay, Ted the Teddy Bear, yes. I've only watched those movies super fucking drunk, so. <laughs> I've only, let me correct, I've only watched the first movie super fucking drunk, and I only stayed until uh, Amanda Siegfried showed her tits for the second one. <laughs> and then I was out. Uh, someone's asking, how do I watch movies drunk? Well, first, I pick one. Then I consume a bunch of alcohol that I've either previously acquired or gotten that night. And then I press play. Okay. <clears throat> Trickery is not my native tongue, but I may learn to speak it yet. I want to try that one one more time like a fantasy character. <clears throat> I like that one. Let me try it one more time like a fantasy character. <clears throat> Trickery is not my native tongue, but I may learn to speak it yet. It's a fun one. Yeah, fancy. That's what fantasy means. It means, it means fancy. That's why they sound alike. That's why it's high fantasy and not fancy fancy. Oh, is that fancy fantasy or is that urban fantasy? No, it's fancy fantasy. Fancy fantasy? What's your favorite fancy fantasy? My favorite fancy fantasy is by Fanny Tansy. Fanny Tansy writes the best fanny fancy. When I'm sitting on my fanny, I want Fanny Tansy's fancy fantasy. When I'm traveling to Tennessee on my fanny, I want Tranny Tanny's. All right. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Enough.
enough. I do not sound like Brad Pitt in Snatch, how dare you? Because I just saw that movie pretty recently, is how I know I don't sound like it. I size the size. I size the size. I size the One point five, five size the size. Do you have any idea what. <laughs> did you understand a single word that he just fucking said? It's not a bad Jason Stratham. Oh my, hold on. I can do a Jason Stratham. <clears throat> oh, and he never says anything interesting. Aww. <laughs> That's so sad. A, Jason, a great Jason Stratham impression gives you no more use than the worst one. In fact, a worse one's better because you can be hyperbolic. A really, aww, this is such a sad realization. God, a really great Jason Stratham is worse than a middle-of-the-road Jason Stratham that you can play balls to the wall. <sighs> this, I had such a great opportunity, but then it was snatched from me. It was going to be the driver in my next act, too. <laughs> Why am I making you fast and furious? my Michael Caine. That's, that's, that's what the DM says. And this is starting to feel a lot like a Valentine's Day 10 years ago. Me begging for nudes and money and people asking me how my Michael Caine is in the DM. I'll tell you how my Michael Caine is. When you say Michael Caine or Michael Caine, you're just saying Michael Caine's name in his natural accent. Michael Kane, Michael Kane, Michael Kane, Michael Kane, Michael Kane, Michael Kane. <laughs> Defy you to tell me which was which. <laughs> now, I've never seen the movie. But I've been to the house that it bought. It's quite beautiful. That's my Michael Caine. Good night, you princes of New England. There you go. Michael Caine. Take it or leave it. I don't give a shit. I think he's overrated. <laughs> Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> Michael Caine is like... I feel the way about him that I think a lot of people feel about Matthew McConaughey where they don't understand why people just stopped hating on him one day and said he's this brilliant actor because he was in a couple of good things. I feel like a lot of people have, like, a McConaughey hate. We're like, what? <laughs> what? 
True Detective doesn't undo... Like, that. bet that's not me. I think True Detective undoes everything. Ed Harris had sex with a 15 or 16-year-old girl who begged her to stop at a house party for teenagers. True Detective absolves him for these sins. It's that good. I'm sorry. It's that good of TV. <laughs> I know, that's a horrible thing that I've just said. But really, Matthew McConaughey and all the hobos he killed, he's free. True Detective is that good. So Michael Caine is kind of my Matthew McConaughey Where I'm like, why does everyone stop hating him? Because people pretended to watch Cider House Rules Because, guys, I've quizzed you You haven't seen Cider House Rules, I know (laughs) When I ask you questions about it You've proven that you only know the fucking trailer and poster. You prove it every time. What's your favorite part of the movie? The snow. So be- so beautiful. The snow and the and the, the fire and the snow. <laughs> I know because that movie puts you to sleep. It puts you either fall asleep or you fall into trance watching it because it's a movie where nothing happens. It's basically watching the fireplace channel. The movie. It's amazing. Uh, Toby does get mad at one point. He sees what he sees at one point a reflection of his future career in Michael Caine's ether mask. <laughs> the subplot, really, the major conflict of Cider House Rules is. Michael Caine is a hardcore drug addict. But because he's a white guy and it's he's huffing a gas, it's cool. But I'm just really looking for like the version of this with a Latina woman who's fucking shooting dope running her daycare center and everybody's like award winning. <laughs> Cuz I'm just saying I think we might have to wait a while. Say never, but I can't stress this enough. Harvey Harvey Weinstein was six months ago, so don't say never. Remember all that? Remember all that? That was six months ago. <laughs> I know it feels like forever ago, but that shit just happened. I know there was a Time magazine and a march, and we're all excited because there were more women in Chicago than there were women in Chicago. You know? I know. But also, it just, it's still happening. There's there's headlines once a week, legitimate news headlines once a week about, like, the lawsuit and the sale of his company that are, like, major news stories because it's a current event. Harvey Weinstein didn't happen. It's happening. <laughs> So don't say never. Also, people are... St- can we... Have we gotten enough distance? Have we gotten enough distance where I can finally start talking about Wonder Woman as a movie and not as an icon? <laughs> can I talk about... Because well, here's the thing. I'm a little afraid. I'm a little afraid that you guys are going to get confused and think I'm talking about Wonder Woman, what it means to you, women, 
watching a superhero movie, whereas I just want to talk about fucking Wonder Woman. <laughs> Can I do that? Okay, I'm not doing that right now. It's been a wonderful evening. I'll do it another time. <laughs> just making sure it's, I've got the go-ahead. It's been a lovely evening. I'm definitely not talking about it plus Black Panther tonight. <laughs> nope. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> All right, I'm just saying. Has anybody here seen Black Panther? Because I have to say, I'm super frustrated about one thing, and I need them to explain it. Because you can't have it both ways. You can't keep saying, this is a cinematic universe, and we've all been building up to this, and it's all one story, and then also go, oh, but this is just this one movie, and it doesn't really count. You can't do, you can't have both. So, just, they really need to explain a whole lot of why there's a fucking Atlantis that has never helped out. That's all. That's my big reservation going, and my gut is just churning in the middle because I really don't like it. Because if we're supposed to, like, cheer and be happy for these people, like, they have watched us die so many times where they could have helped. Uh... Yeah? Does nobody feel me on this? Nobody cares, right? Because they're all... Here's the thing. Because they're all... I'm just going to say it. Because they're all black. Nobody cares. Right? It's because it's this huge iconic moment that we're going to be fine with it. And I'm like, but I, I'm not as a story, as a story thing. <laughs> I'm not. They've watched us all die for 10 years, right? That's what this means unless they're, right? <laughs> they're just sitting back like, ooh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, that one turned into a green one. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, little green one fucking shit up. Right? For 10 years. <laughs> well, those are villains. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what else you want from me. That's what you call villains. Those, that's what you call bad guys. Right? In any other circumstance. <laughs> and I just... And I just, from the bottom of my heart, I just super hope that the introductory scene is not like... We have decided to stay outside of their affairs until now because I'm <laughs> because if I have it right and I'm not sure that I do, they sent their supreme commander to Earth to give a speech around the world's most dangerous people in a seersucker suit when he literally has indestructible armor that's what I'm saying well I'm not I'm, yeah I know I'm remembering major events of previous movies in what Marvel keeps saying is a singular story I know it's crazy I'm not trying to apply logic these are major plot points these assholes have been watching us die for 10 years and they send a dude and he dies. What's that? 
what? Are they going to explain this shit? Because in the trailers, they're just all like, yo, it's Kendrick. And then they show a spaceship. And I, I was on board with the Kendrick. I was like, okay. And then they showed a motorcycle scene. And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, that was great. Civil War. I loved it when he could run faster than the motorcycle for a reason I still don't understand. I'm not being sarcastic either. I actually liked that. I was like, okay, sure. He can run faster than a motorcycle. That's what we're showing here. Down with it. I'm down with it. And then they show, like, Japan. Okay. But then they showed the spaceship and the cloaking. And I went, now, hold on. And I and I stopped there since, <laughs> because if you have a cloaky spaceship, let me tell you something: we needed that shit. It's a whole plot point in Captain America too. We, you could have helped so much by just telling us it was there. You could have avoided Captain America too. And then I wouldn't have to hear a million requests a year to say that I'm actually Sebastian Stan. I know you're actually Sebastian Stan, Jack. I know you are. I know you're actually Sebastian Stan, Jack. I hear it in your voice. I hear both your voices. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Allie. People weren't playing along with that one at all, so I let it lie. I just need them to explain these plot points, just to connect them, and to not do it lazily. I'm really hoping Black Panther is about, like, why Wakandia comes out of the shadows, and not that it's just like, it's time to come out of the shadows, I guess. Before, before Josh Brolin arrives, it's time to show up. He's almost here. You know what happens when the red line hits the red line? Josh Brolin appears, and if you want your paycheck, you have to be showed up. So here we go. Remember, when Josh Brolin shows up, it's two movies. You definitely want to be here in time for Josh Brolin. It's not quite a fat nozzle voice, but thank you. No, that's not fat nozzle. God damn it. Too high. <laughs> exactly, Hattie. That's the bit I was doing. Because <laughs> Michonne from Walking Dead's going to be an Infinity War at this rate. So, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm actually super happy for her, but at the same time, like, Michonne's in the MCU now? The fuck? All right, Mads, it was so nice meeting you. Thank you very much for staying. Sleep well. Carl, Carl, get back in the house. Carl, get back in the house. You can end up in the MCU. Play it safe, Carl. Get to season 10, Carl. Carl.
just coral, coral just survive. There's not white meat or black meat. There's, there's people making the transition to the MCU and the people making the transition <laughs> from the wire. Coral, you want to get to the MCU. <laughs> As she's the best actress on that show, Michonne, uh, I'm happy for her. <laughs> Oh, shit, they took my kidney. Wow, salad fingers. That's a long time ago. Or am I doing a thing? <clears throat> oh, wow, Langston Hughes. <clears throat> she, in the dark, found light brighter than many ever see. She, within herself, found loveliness through all the soul's own mastery. And now the world receives from her dower the message of the strength of inner power. Yeah, Emma survived her uh, drinking. Train spotting. Uh, I really love Robert Carlyle, so I actually don't think train spotting is underrated. I think he's the glue. His performance is the glue that holds that movie together. I think Robert Carlyle is quite possibly the... I mean, he's gotten a lot of big parts, and he gets money, and he's on the Disney show. 
I still think he's under-celebrated. I think he's a really great actor. I think he hasn't played the part that he was born to play yet. He's one of those who's going to sneak in, you know, at the tail end of his career between 70 and 80. He's just going to play something and just smash it. He's going to do like a King Lear or something on his way out. Just kill. So many lovely pictures. What a beautiful day. Oh, I'm so glad, Rainbow. I had an amazing day as well. This has been a great evening. We really uh we really spent some time together this night. Holy shit. Thank you, potato. Apologize for maybe frustrating you with my frustrations. <clears throat> Goodness, more pictures incoming too. <laughs> Someone was very cheeky and just sent me that they are in fact an organ donor. They cropped out the important information though, so. They were smart about it, too. And since they are willing to be an organ donor, they might just get one additional. I'm feeling my shoulder right now. It's got a little bit of subcutaneous fat right around the very, very edge of the peck and shoulder. Probably the hardest area to lose subcutaneous fat. Uh, subcutaneous fat. Gosh. I'm very high. <clears throat> anyway, get to the arm and it starts getting doughy again. Come back towards the peck, the upper body. Completely hard once more. I'm just stroking this area and rubbing it. I'm doing a lot of physical therapy on this area. And I'm rubbing it before it goes. This little area of fat and tenderness before it goes, because by my prediction, when I'm here again in March, at the end of it, it won't be there. I'm trying to show it love while it's still around. Because <sighs> it's all my body, every part of it. <laughs> Okay, so love it. Mm. Mm. Pretend I don't play favorites. 
Don't pretend that I always have this attitude equipped, but for now at least. It's all me, so it's all good. <sighs> mm, I'm so good. This sounds like such a stupid uh, look at me ride my bike with no handlebars brag, and it might very well be. Guys, I am so good at holding an arm in the air. Oh my god. You know that saying, like, uh, holds a torch? I'd be so good at that. Oh my god. <laughs> I've just got my fist up in the air. It's just been up in the air this whole time. Yeah. Not this whole time, like the whole time I've been recording. But like for a couple of minutes. Getting strong, baby. Getting strong. That's right. It is, actually. It's the Fist of Freedom uh, pose. No, the Fist of Freedom, actually, on accident. Now that I'm looking at it, uh-oh. <laughs> Copyright infringement. At least I'm not wearing the one glove. <laughs> My head's bowed down in everything. As soon as I was like, uh-oh, this is definitely Fist of Freedom. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know why they had one glove? Do you guys know that story? I think it's one of the most touching stories in sports I've ever heard. Do you guys know Fist of Freedom? Let me pull up the image for anybody who doesn't know Fist of Freedom. By name alone. And if you look, you can see clearly from this one, this is the famous shot. That one of them is only wearing one glove. You can't see the other, of course, because his hand is behind his back. It's because it's the same pair of gloves. And they're the same pair of gloves because the gentleman in second place actually took his gloves off to give it to them for this demonstration. Even though he was from a different country. Mm. Indeed, oh wow. Isn't it? Isn't that powerful? Because he knows that he's going to catch hell. He knew that people would put it together, that he helped them with their protests, quote-unquote, and that he was going to catch hell. And in interviews, that's why he looks quite like that. He's not actually super proud of himself. He's actually worried. He's worried about the repercussions for helping black people represent pride after winning first and third place at the Olympics. <laughs> this is not that long ago. This is not... Yeah, he's Australian, yeah? Ellie? You would know better than me. Yeah. And he did catch a bunch of shit. And that's why he looks worried. He knows he's going to catch a bunch of shit. Australia, at this point, uh, has a political, pretty toxic environment towards white people being nice towards black people because of the aboriginal quote-unquote issue. Yeah. Indeed. He was kicked off the team? Is that true, Maddie Hattie? That I had not heard. Oh, wow. The ball's on that dude, huh? The ball's, I hope, I hope I'm that man when it comes push to shove. No one's ever had to test me like that. I hope I'm him. Goodness gracious. <laughs> it's okay if I look like I shat my pants too while everybody else looks amazing. <laughs> It'll just make them look more amazing. He did. I, in the interview, he said everything that happened to him, it was worth it. And he felt that way pretty quickly after, too. 
He talked about how he didn't feel proud at the time, which I thought was heartbreaking, but he pretty quickly realized that he had done the right thing because of the negative reaction. And I thought, what a wonderful lesson and absolutely true, right? The people screaming at him were morons, right? Is there anything more validating? <laughs> oh, is that true? God damn. See all the things? I learned about this from the white perspective. You can tell. <laughs> I learned about it from the white perspective. That cool guy gave those guys his gloves. He was so awesome. <laughs> I love hearing about it from their perspective. <laughs> That's a very touching story. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I told you what it was. Look at this brave guy who gave those guys his gloves, even though he knew he was going to get shit-cadged for it. Or shit-kicked. I didn't know he was going to get fired. Yeah, that's that's how the story was sold to me. <laughs> Not that they didn't earn it, but isn't it a cool fact? Here's a cool fact I can tell you about this great story. Settle down, guys. I'm playing it for comedic effect. Come on. No one, No one ever tried to take away from Fizz... That's why I said it by its name, et cetera, et cetera. Trying to celebrate. I was trying to further celebrate it. So apologies if I did it incorrectly. Uh, well, if he was stripped of his medal, it must have been returned. There's absolutely no way that that ruling stood. <laughs> I refuse to believe... Protest, which has happened a number of times. Also, uh, bad morality, yada yada. Bad morality is like homosexuality, not hanging out with Nazis. It's a weird line. The Olympics used to be way more political. <laughs> the Olympics used to be as political as Eurovision is now. It's a reference for like 10 of you. <laughs> no, return posthumously. Uh... Sure, because Eurovision doesn't represent Euro, but the Eurovision channel of networks and broadcasting, which includes Oceania. Oh, shit. Suck it. People acting like that was a mic drop. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> it's only because it comes up every time I talk about Eurovision. And thank Christ this one's finally died out. Why are they building an interstate highway in Hawaii? Hey, shut the fuck up. That's my response to that. Uh, if it's open, 365, why are there locks on the door? I want you to think about what you're saying. 
because you because by saying it out loud, you make other people think about what you're saying. But I'm not sure that you've actually done that work yourself first. <laughs> Why would a driver have to have? Do you want them? to make special non-Braille keys for ATMs that they're mass-producing and then logistically send the non-Braille keys only to the drive through ATMs, even though every other part of the machine is exactly the same? Is that what you want them to do? Is actually spend more money and time to take the Braille off the keys? Is that what you want, Uncle? Is that what you want? You have to be so hostile. I'm just forwarding things that give me a chuckle. If armed gunmen came into your bedroom and said Jesus was Lord. That's the 90s. That's having email in the 90s. You missed nothing. Discord's thing is too high-pitched. It 100% activates my PTSD, so I have to keep Discord's thing down way low. And then here's the other thing, and I feel awful about this. I know I'm being recorded. I feel awful about this. I lost my shit on a group of people in Discord. Not this last Halloween, but the Halloween before. Halloween 2016. Uh, So... Again, the Discord beep is way too loud for me, so I had to turn that volume way fucking down. Way fucking down. So for Halloween 2016, they changed the DM sound to, like, Halloween noises randomly, one of several Halloween noises. And they were on a delay, and they played at full volume. So I got a couple of them, and they were noises like... And at first, I was like, it's clearly a Halloween noise, but it's all of a sudden it's coming from nowhere. And so I was just like, so I was like, okay, guys, that's cute. But I was in voice chat where we had a robot, etc. And I was like, that's cute and all that. But at the third one, I was like, okay, who the fuck is doing this? I just lost my shit. <laughs> it's not, the world is not meant for people with PTSD. It's not. <laughs> it's just not at all. You know, like, it's so fun to, like, jump out and scares, like, to, like, like, ah, I'm almost going to get you, like, ah, it's going to stab you a little bit. Isn't that fun? Isn't that something friends do? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't go grocery shopping for three days now. It's not fun. <laughs> you you acted like you were going to stab me with your fingers a little bit and go, ha, ha. And now I literally am not going to be able to pick up a vacuum cleaner after work. (laughs) Oh, no. It was fine once I knew what it was. But when I didn't know what it was, I felt literally under attack by people I trusted in a place that was safe to me. That's what PTSD is. Yeah. You literally go back to the moment of attack. From a moment where you know, quote unquote, that you're safe before it hits. It's pretty rough. 
it's post-traumatic, actually. But a ba 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 bow. Okay, fine. I feel like that helped me claim some power over it. Somebody else with PTSD somewhere hear that? Give me a little ghost high five. I'm going to play the Tina Fey gif in the room. Someone on Patreon. So someone's going to someone's going to hear this in the recording and <laughs> Hey, man, you do what you got to do. I'm doing what helps me own it. It's catharsis, and uh, it's owning up. It's all I got. One foot in front of the other, bloody as it is. I, I legitimately, weed has been the happiest accident. I just, I cannot speak enough of the virtues. Uh, Jesus Christ. Just to be sitting here after all this time and not be in pain. Boogity boogity, man. <clears throat> Just as I say that, I feel a little bit of stiffness and I want to pop my pack. <laughs> uh, timing is everything. <laughs> I'm laughing because the worst back pain I could have now is just little itty-bitty baby back pain. How it used to be. Trust me. When I say back pain now, it's in quotation marks and italics. <laughs> back pain. Do you sometimes feel some pain in your back? <laughs> oh, that's so adorable. When I used to say back pain, I used to mean if any part of me moves, my entire back will seize up and I'll cry. <laughs> And if I cough, I'll cry a lot harder. That's back pain. I know. I know. But I'm so glad I never took the oxy route. I know my personality, man. Oxy would have been a bad route. And that's the only thing I could afford. Oh, the back's so much better now. Uh... Well, I don't want to get off a huge rant. So, uh, there's a compound that's in marijuana. It's also in hemp called CBD. That part is not fun. It's not psychoactive is the technical word. You don't get a high off of it. That component is believed to help stop some kind of cancer uh, maturing early on. But more than a bunch of vitamin C, nobody knows. Disclaimer. That being said, CBD, I I recommend it like aspirin, personally, and think that maybe society might get to that point if that's not too hoity-toity or self-absorbed just because it's worked for me. Uh, aspirin came along, and if you guys don't know the history, really kind of changed society, really kind of changed uh, what was going on at the time. It was a miracle cure. And it allowed a lot of people to get back into society in a way that they were ostracized from it. Uh, CBD, I don't want to say it's going to have the same effect. I don't think anything can in our modern world. Uh, industrialization has seen to that. 
But as far as something can in a truly post-industrialized world, CBD may very well be a miracle cure for a small portion of the population, 1-2%. One to two percent of people may think they're not able to get up and walk around and contribute to society, and then they'll take that, and it will be able to get them back up and around. I really do believe that. Uh, I don't think that's too hyperbolic. <clears throat> of all the people who are currently, you know, out, one to two percent, CBD is all they need. Hand over heart. I don't know how many people are out of society or, or not looking for work or bed rest in their own in their own minds uh but we're talking about thousands of people at least i think could just get right back into society if they just knew about it it's kind of frustrating <laughs> <clears throat> it just it decreases pain inflammation uh it, it it it's really it's really very good for aches Especially if you're achy, that kind of description. If it's your joints, if it's your if it's your spine, <sighs> so much better than ibuprofen. So much better than ibuprofen. Because it's an anti-inflammatory, and it's way bigger anti-inflammatory per. Uh, whatever, gram, milligram, or whatever, than ibuprofen. They both work to cure your back pain in the same way. They both take away the the inflammation in your muscles. CBD just did a way better job for me and my major back pain than ibuprofen ever could. So, but that's enough of that. Uh, there will be a million studies. It's Marijuana legalization is happening. I think we all know it. That train has left the station. That horse is out the gate. Uh, so I don't really need to tout this horn, I don't think. There's an amazing study pretty recently about older folks. Uh, I believe it was 55 plus was the population. I don't want to cite that for sure. But the number that I will uh, stake my claim on is uh, after just three months of marijuana usage, one out of six is using half or less prescription painkillers. It's a hundred days and one out of six is already using half or less painkillers. That quick of a transition for older, older folks. So I can't be overstating it. Studies like this can't <laughs> you can't take you can't take oxy out of an old person's hand unless they really want to give it to <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't that super quick? There's also this amazing thing. Have anybody did anybody see about the schizophrenic video game? Anybody see that story? What a feel-good story that was. I actually came across it twice. Someone has invented a kind of MRA video game that you control with your mind that someone with a quote-unquote normal mind is not going to do much for, but schizophrenics can control a... because they're trying to control two things at once, they can actually control this kind of... it's a spaceship game. They can control this second ship in a way that we can't, and that's helping them turn down the volume in the voices in their mind. And they're finding on a population of uh, every schizophrenic that they've tried it on, it's only 22 so far, 
they have had some success turning down the volume or noise for every last one. Some degree of success. Now, the reason why that's so exciting is the findings say basically even if these guys are flukes, these 22 people in the study, whatever it was, 24, 22, that means that you can extrapolate that 5% of schizophrenics could be helped with this as a population. You know what I'm saying? One out of 20 at least. And that's so many people that you could help. Uh, so it's, it's, not, it's not surgery. It's not evasive. We just have to get the people diagnosed and then into these, oh, it's going to be. Uh, I'm not going to look it up right now because I'm, huh, it's a kite. Somebody else can find it pretty quick here. Schizophrenic video game, MRI, are the keywords. Uh, and uh, the reason why it's so exciting is because it's not like a cure for cancer or something like that. It's a video game, right? It's a station that you set up. You diagnose people. You get them to the station. You help them. Ba-boom. This is the kind of stuff, advancement, that's, yeah, that's super exciting. It's not like the polio, it's not like the malaria hypothetical vaccine 10 years down the road that even once you get it, how do you distribute it? How do you get it even? Africa, 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 and all the logistical problems, yada, yada, yada. This isn't that. Perfect. Thank you, Kai. AK, thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day and your morning and your afternoon, you guys. Gosh, everyone go to bed. Let Daddy get as high as he wants and go to bed. Daddy's going to hassle off some chicken tenders off the uh, kitchen floor. Let him go. Sexiest man alive. <laughs> Good night, Serena. We're ending here. Thank you, everyone who just joined. All the people just jumped. We're ending here. It's 1230. Uh, that's officially either six or six and a half hours. One last link to the tip jar, even though you girls have been incredibly dangerously uh, generous tonight. Thank you so much for it. Feel free to come back to the server. I'm often around, and if I'm not, it's even better company because it's the rest of you, and you girls are pretty damn amazing. It's very casual. Allie runs the place, uh, but I promise you, she <laughs> by run it, I basically, I mean, she sets up the rules and stuff. It's a very cool, very casual place. Feel free to drop by anytime now that you're here. Oh my goodness, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Each and every last one of you. This was, without a doubt, now that it's officially over, the best Valentine's Day. I'm going to get super high on some night-night juice and some music. Go to bed. Just got to get through tomorrow and I'm done with my week. Quite a big one. Thank you, thank you, thank you again. Okay, thank you again. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody.